0: OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash WallStreet.
1: This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Thanks for joining us. I'm Veronica Dagger, and I cover wealth management and personal finance for The Wall Street Journal. In today's episode, the link between self-esteem and wealth. Carol Ward is a psychotherapist and confidence coach. Carol, so there's a big trend of making connections between health and wealth, and psychological health is certainly part of that. So tell us, how does self-esteem and money go hand in hand?
0: Well, it's really interesting, Veronica, because the less you feel good about yourself, the more that is going to reflect in your financial health. Because money and self-esteem go hand in hand. And when you think about when we esteem something, another person or an object, it means we give good qualities to that person or object. But when we don't esteem ourselves, that means that we're devaluing our self-worth, which is going to reflect in your professional life. It just does.
1: So what are some of the ways it reflects in our personal life? I mean, we're hearing so much about pay these days, people feeling like they're under-earning. So I'm just wondering, is that an issue connected to self-esteem, too? It's partly, it
0: definitely is. It definitely is. Now, people sometimes say, oh, I'm under-earning, I'm not earning enough because I'm not being given enough money. And sometimes that is true at the beginning part of your career. But as a coach and a therapist, what I have seen and explored with clients is how you feel about yourself will also cause a direct link to under-earning. So under-earning is not just about getting paid less. But it's because there's a psychological or emotional block about what you think you deserve. And it shows up in some really interesting behaviors, stuff that people don't think it would show up in, but it does.
1: Can you give an example or two?
0: Well, sometimes it shows up in not asking for raises or evaluations. People are allowed to get more money as they go along in their career. but people who under-earn won't ask for a raise or they won't ask for direct feedback about their work because they're too afraid or anxious about rocking the boat. They, They don't want to cause, and I'm using air quotes here, any trouble, so they'd rather keep things the way they are. Or if you're in business for yourself, I've worked with clients who won't send their invoices in on time to get paid. They will have months of back invoices, even though they're due the money, but there's something about asking for it that also directly correlates to under-earning. Sometimes nice. people won't follow up on potential leads for work. They won't, they'll get a, a tip on a job or a client. And they won't take the action because, again, they don't feel like they deserve it. So this all goes back to low self-esteem. It has nothing to do with ability, but it's how you feel about yourself.
1: Wow. Uh, You said also there's this element of distorted thinking about how sometimes people dismiss their achievements and because they're dismissing it, they're not accumulating the wealth that they should be accumulating.
0: That's right, because if you dismiss your achievements or you don't allow yourself to be visible in the workplace or even when you're out networking and trying to build business, that lack of visibility directly affects how far you're going to get in your career. And that is because you don't feel that your achievements are worthy, even though you might be the person, I had a client who used to stay late and put in a lot of time Into projects but would never allow herself to take credit she would dismiss her her achievements by saying oh it was a team effort or so-and-so did most of the work or that classic phrase oh it was nothing well if you keep telling people it's nothing they're going to view it as nothing
1: right they're not going to value if you don't value yourself We're talking about the connection between health and wealth and self-esteem with therapist Carol Ward, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal.
0: If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code IBM. Let's create.
1: For more insights, enable the Wall Street Journal skill on any device with Amazon Alexa. Get all of our podcasts, as well as the latest news and market updates. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with confidence coach Carol Ward, who's telling us about the link between self-esteem and wealth. So, Carol, if we know we have a problem, give us some tips on how we might feel better about ourselves, boost our own confidence
0: things that you can do for yourself is to take small actions. I'm a big believer in small actions. Sometimes people think they have to solve their problems by by going toward it full force, Where, whereas, in fact, when I've worked with clients and patients, it is the small, tiny steps that lead to large results. So a couple of things I suggest to people is to take a look around you and see Who you're hanging out with? Are you hanging out with positive people? Are you hanging out with negative people? Because that makes a big difference to how you're going to feel about yourself. Do you know how to say no and create boundaries? And if you don't know how to do these things, create boundaries or ask for time off or ask for more responsibility, I always recommend getting support. And you and I have talked on past shows that support can come from a financial advisor Support can come from a therapist, a coach, a mentor at work, a good friend who you trust. This is where you can get the kind of feedback and objective support and advice you need to take those next steps. You can also educate yourself by reading or listening to great podcasts like yours, Veronica, getting information. But you want to think about the people in your life, and the question to ask is, Who's living the life that I want, either personally or professionally? And if you can identify who those people are, you can either ask them directly for coffee or lunch or a meeting, get some information from them about how they're building the kind of career that they have, or you can read about them. There are certainly a lot of great examples in the world today about people who have created wonderful lives who started with very humble beginnings.
1: So instead of being jealous of them, admire them potentially and try to learn from them.
0: It's really true because as you and I know, everybody has a backstory. No one arrives fully realized, fully capable. People go through different experiences to achieve what they want. And the interesting thing, Veronica, is many times the people who have overcome low self-esteem or hardship are the ones who are the most successful because they know what it's like to struggle and they know what it's like to turn their life around. And that's the great thing about understanding the psychology behind money and, and self-esteem. It's not just an intellectual thing. It's an emotional thing. And if you can resolve those blocks, you have the capability of creating the life you want.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. As always, great tips, Carol. You're welcome. And be sure to subscribe to Watching Your Wealth on iTunes. Thanks for listening. I'm Veronica Dagger. Follow The Wall Street Journal on your favorite podcast app. Search WSJ on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and any Amazon Alexa device. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously.